Good morning and welcome to worship today. Uh, just want to begin by uh, saying what uh, you will all know by now, which is that uh, Council voted to move our services online for the month of January in response to the surge of cases caused by the Omicron variant. Uh, we expect and pray that this will be a short pause, uh, and it's a hard decision because we love being together, but the council felt that it was, it was best for us and for our community if we put a pause on in-person worship for the moment. After church today, we'll have a virtual coffee hour on Google Meet where uh, you can come together and there'll be some council members on that call uh, who can uh, answer any questions you might have. And we also said in our email about this announcement that we're moving our annual meeting, which is at the end of the month, the last Sunday in January, to a virtual meeting as well. So despite all of that, it is so good to be with you this morning to gather in the name of Jesus and to encounter him in uh, the word and the sacrament and in this community that we share. Welcome to worship. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, who creates us, redeems us, and calls us by name. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you and your beloved children. We have turned our faces away from your glory when it did not appear as we expected. We have rejected your word when it made us confront ourselves. We have failed to show hospitality to those you called us to welcome. Accept our repentance for the things we have done and the things we have left undone. For the sake of Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us and lead us that we may bathe in the glory of your Son born among us and reflect your love for all creation. Amen. Rejoice in this good news. In Christ Jesus, your sins are forgiven. You are descendants of the Most High, adopted into the household of Christ and inheritors of eternal life. Live as freed and forgiven children of God. Thank you. 
grace for our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you anointed Jesus at his baptism with the Holy Spirit and revealed him as your beloved Son. Keep all who are born of water and the Spirit faithful in your service, that we may rejoice to be called children of God through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading this morning is Isaiah chapter 43. But now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the rivers, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, Israel your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west. I will gather you up. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from far away and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for, for my glory, whom I formed and made. Word of God word of life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Psalm 29, responsively. Ascribe to the Lord, you gods. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the, to the Lord, Lord the glory due God's name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is upon the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is a powerful voice. The voice of the Lord is a voice of splendor. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar trees. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The Lord makes Lebanon skip like a calf and Mount Hermon like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord bursts forth in lightning strikes, lightning flashes. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. 
The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the oak trees writhe and strips the forest bare. And in the temple of the Lord all are crying, Glory! The Lord sits enthroned above the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forevermore. O Lord, give strength to your people. Give them, O Lord, the blessings of peace. The second reading comes from Acts chapter 8. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. The two went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as yet the Spirit had not come upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Word of God, word of life. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. Holy Gospel according to Luke, the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not unworthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven. You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace be to you, friends, from our heavenly parent and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, last week I mentioned in passing that there's an epiphany hymn by St. Ambrose of the Bishop of Milan, Italy, in the 4th century. And he's often considered the father of Western hymnody because he wrote several hymns that we still sing to this day. 
And he introduced antiphonal singing, where you sing in two groups back and forth, and also metrical hymns, uh, especially in the Western Latin-speaking church. He was the first to do this. So the story goes that in the year 386, if we can try and picture that long ago, Ambrose and his flock were huddled up in the cathedral in Milan. You see, Bishop Ambrose had picked a theological fight with the emperor all over the divinity of Christ. So now the emperor was trying to intimidate him and to force him, to force the bishop into exile. This confrontation with the emperor was long and fraught with danger, so Ambrose began to use hymns and singing to give the people courage and confidence, that many of his hymns were written for people under siege. Hymns like the Advent hymn, Savior of the Nations Come, which we sang just this last Advent, Advent uh, 1,700 years after his life. So as I mentioned, Ambrose wrote a hymn for Epiphany. Most high God, he sang, that you enkindle in us the fires of the shining stars. One verse of this Epiphany hymn of Ambrose covers the story of the star in the Magi, which is what we preached on last week. The next verse talks about the baptism of Christ, which is our story for today. And the final verse is about Jesus' miracle of turning water into wine at the wedding in Cana. So these three events, the star in the sky, the baptism of Christ, and the wedding at Cana, are held together as epiphanies of our Lord. Our epiphany celebrations nowadays center primarily on the star and the magi. But for many years, epiphany celebrated all three of these events at once, not just one. Eventually, baptism of our Lord broke off and became its own festival for us, which is why we celebrate festival of our Lord, uh, baptism of our Lord uh, Sunday today. So I hope you'll think about Bishop Ambrose at least a little bit uh, on these first three Sundays of the Epiphany season, because we're still following his pattern, the star in the sky, the baptism of our Lord, and the wedding at Cana next week. All of these stories are epiphanies of our Lord. Remember that epiphany means to show forth or to illuminate. Each of these stories illuminates something of who Christ is and what Christ means and what Christ will be for us. If I were to sum it up, the baptism of our Lord is about identity and mission and the power of God's Spirit. The epiphany, the realization we have today, is about who Jesus is, what Jesus has come to do, and the presence of that spirit in Christ's ministry. But perhaps the most amazing part for those of us watching at home, for those of us here, is that it's not only a story about Christ's identity, but our identity. Not only about Christ's mission, but about our mission. And not just about the presence of a spirit a long time ago, but the presence of the spirit now, with you, with us. So first of all, Christ's identity in this story. You read in the text that the voice from heaven says, You are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. These words are borrowed from Psalm 2, which is a royal psalm. 
perhaps used as part of a coronation service. In other words, Jesus' identity is revealed as Messiah, as King, as Christ. Furthermore, the text says the heavens are opened, recalling Isaiah 64 when the prophet cried out, Oh, that you would open the heavens and come down. That God is opening the heavens in Christ, that God's presence is among us in this person. So just as Christ's identity is revealed, our identity is revealed today too. Now, Jesus' baptism is unique. His identity is unique. And the baptism practiced by John is different from the baptism, baptism that we practice here in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And yet the identity of Jesus has to do with who we are as well. In our baptism, as Romans 8 reminds us, we are adopted as children, as joint heirs with Christ. Romans 8 calls us children and heirs with Christ in our baptism. In other words, as Jesus experiences the heavens opening up and hearing this voice from heaven, we are invited to stand alongside him to share in the intimacy he shares with God. In a way, you can place yourself alongside him in this story, hearing a voice say to you, you are my child, my beloved, with you I am well pleased. The baptism of our Lord Sunday uh, reminds us of our true identity. You know, so often as we go about uh, the world, we see our life through the lens of so many other identities. Perhaps we read the news through the lens of our political identity, or we experience our life through uh, class or any other designation. Perhaps we look around the world and see the world from our point of view of nationality. Those are identities, but they are not our true identity, which is the beloved child of God. How might you see the world differently if you were to look through the world, look at the world through the lens of your true identity? Second of all, baptism of our Lord teaches us about Christ's mission. Jesus has been identified as Messiah, and with that comes the mission of bringing the kingdom of God to earth. That in Jesus, God's dream is coming true, that the nightmares of our world are passing away, and God's dream of peace and wholeness and reconciliation is underway. Christ's mission is identified today. Likewise, our mission follows the example of Christ. In our baptism, we are invited on the path of discipleship. Second Corinthians will call us ambassadors of Christ because with Christ, we become representatives of God's dream too. In those places where we see nightmares, we have seen an alternative vision and live into that vision. We can't settle for the nightmares of this world once we have seen a vision of God's dream. So as you go about your day, as you see sickness and loneliness, as you see need and hunger in our world, you know that God's dream is better than that, and we are called in mission to correct it. Finally, The baptism of our Lord teaches us of the presence of the Spirit in Christ's ministry. Especially in Luke's Gospel, there is a a whole section on the power of the Holy Spirit. This is a theme in Luke's Gospel. One of the things you should know as you read Luke's Gospel is that he wrote two books in our New Testament. Luke wrote both the Gospel that bears his name and the book of Acts, 
we put the Gospel of John in between them, but really they should be together because it's part one and part two of the same story. And so in the book of Acts, you'll remember, in Acts chapter 2, you hear the story of Pentecost, where the Spirit comes in wind and flame. When the apostles speak, they have tongues of flame above their heads. So when you read the fiery language in this text, which I agree is hard to comprehend, I think we often hear unquenchable fire and we think about hell or something like that. But I think in the context of Luke's gospel, and you'll notice that there's nothing about hell in the text, the fire is more about Pentecost than about hell. It's about the purifying and powerful presence of the Spirit coming to earth. That as we hear about fire, it's a message of hope that God is going to be transforming the world. That Jesus will baptize us with the Spirit and with fire, just as the apostles were baptized with the Spirit and fire on Pentecost. In our baptisms, whenever we have a baptism, you'll remember that we trace the sign of the cross and say, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. And that's more than a nice thing to say. We believe it's something that's true about us. That in our baptisms, we are given the same spirit that Jesus was given in his baptism, the one that came down like a dove. That we are given the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel of might, the spirit of knowledge and fear in the Lord, the spirit of joy in God's presence. The same spirit that empowered Jesus is the one we believe is given us in our baptism. Perhaps think of that, the power of the Spirit in your lives as we seek to make it through this time. I think that I'm not the only one who's feeling a bit weary with this pandemic. But we should remember that the Spirit is with us. The Spirit is with us in the same way that it was with Jesus, empowering us in our identity, empowering us in our mission. We don't create the church. The Spirit does. We don't sustain the church. The Spirit does. We don't run the engine of the church. The Spirit does. And we don't determine our future. The Spirit does. This is good news, dear siblings. The Spirit that anointed Jesus in his baptism, the one that makes us children and heirs, is the same Spirit that gives us power now. I imagine Bishop Ambrose trying to keep his congregation going against the forces of empire in the 4th century. The Spirit was with them then, keeping them going. And as we face the challenges of this day, as an almost invisible virus sweeps through our community, as we feel weariness of these past few years, the Spirit is with us too. Let us remember that epiphany. Let us remember the epiphany about who we are, that we are children of God sent to be ambassadors for God's dream. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Amen.
The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. By the Holy Spirit, you gather your church and send it out in mission to share the good news of Jesus. Inspire your faithful people to be fervent in prayer and service, that all people know they are precious in God's sight. God of grace, Hear our our prayer. prayer. You reveal your love and power through water and the Spirit. Guard rivers, seas, and all bodies of water from destruction and pollution. Secure access to clean water for all. And protect the land from drought and flood. God of grace. Hear Hear our our prayer. Establish among the nations the blessings of peace. Raise up leaders who will protect vulnerable people in their care. Strengthen advocates who risk reputation or retaliation for the sake of mercy and justice. God of grace, hear our prayer. prayer. You protect us through the fires and troubled waters of this life. Assure us that we will not be cut off from you by illness or despair, anxiety or pain, confusion or weakness. Comfort all who are in need, especially Denia, Lynn, Harley, Kristen, and Bob. God of grace, hear our our prayer. We are joined in baptism to Christ and to one another. Bless those who are newly baptized and those who are preparing for baptism. Help us to be faithful in fellowship worship, evangelism, service, and justice-seeking. God of grace, 
Hear our prayer. You created each of your saints for your glory. We give thanks for those you have called by name into your internal, extern, inter, <laughs> eternal embrace. Comfort us in grief and release us from fear. God of grace, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Loving God, we pray for all who are sick and suffering at this time, especially those uh, dealing with the disease of COVID. We pray for all doctors and nurses, healthcare workers, all those who are working to care for those who are sick and those who are working to end this pandemic. We pray for uh, teachers and school administrators, for students and parents as they uh, deal with the decision-making of this pandemic and pray for them as they return to school tomorrow. We ask for your presence and your healing in this time. God of grace, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Please take a moment to share a sign of peace in the comments section on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Find some way to reach out to someone today, maybe by phone or email or on Facebook. Uh, Find some way to share the peace with your church family today. I want to remind you uh, as well that uh, while we are online, there are ways you can continue to support the mission and ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. You can give online on our website, tlcmsn.org, and click on online giving. Or you can mail in an offering to our church office, 1904 Winnebago Street is our mailing address. We want to thank you for your faithfulness in this time.
let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, sovereign of the universe. You offer us new beginnings and guide us on our journey. Lead us to your table, nourish us with this heavenly food, and prepare us to carry your love to a hungry world. In the name of Christ, our light. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. By the leading of a star, he was shown forth to all nations. In the waters of the Jordan, you proclaimed him your beloved Son. And in the miracle of water turned to wine, he revealed your glory. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. one, the beginning and the end, the giver of life. Blessed are you for the birth of creation. Blessed are you in the darkness and in the light. Blessed are you for your promise to your people. Blessed are you in the prophets' hopes and dreams. Blessed are you for Mary's openness to your will. Blessed are you for your son Jesus, the word made flesh. Remember on the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. It's my body, given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, gave for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ Christ has died. Christ Christ is risen. risen. Christ Christ will come come again. again. With this bread and cup, we remember your word dwelling among us, full of grace and truth. We remember our new birth in his death and resurrection. We look with hope for his coming. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Holy God, we long for your spirit. Come among us. Bless this meal. May your word take flesh in us. Awaken your people. Fill us with your light. Bring the gift of peace on earth. Come, Come, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. All praise and glory are yours. Holy One of Israel, Word of God incarnate, power of the Most High, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Our Father Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. name. Your Your kingdom kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. 
Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And now if you have gathered elements for communion in your home, uh, I invite you to share them with those who are with with the words, the body of Christ given for you and the blood of Christ shed for you. If you're not with other people, then hear my voice as a voice from outside yourself offering these gifts to you in the name of Jesus, the body of Christ given for you and the blood of Christ shed for you. And if you're not with other people or if you do not have the elements with you today, uh, then know that Christ is with you in the gifts of the word and in the gifts of this community. Uh, and uh, receive this blessing. Jesus is with you. Uh, Christ is with us. May the Spirit empower us for mission and ministry. Amen. Now may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you, and keep you in God's grace. Amen. Amen. We give you thanks, gracious God, for we have feasted on the abundance of your house. Send us to bring good news and to proclaim your favor to all, strengthened with the richness of your grace in your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
The God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, so that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, through Christ Jesus, for whom we wait. Amen. Go in peace. Christ is near. Thanks be to God. Thank you.